Welcome to the Abundant Life Church Sermon of the Week. Get ready for your life to be changed by today's message from Pastor Jeremiah Hosmer. I want you to turn in your Bibles to Jeremiah 29. We're going to go to three, about three different places. Those of you upstairs, I did not give you this scripture, but prepared also to go to Psalms. Go to the 68th Psalm as well. Jeremiah 29, verse 11, you know this scripture. But I felt that it was imperative to read it here today for what, what I'm preaching. And listen to what the Lord says. He says, I know the thoughts that I think towards you. Look at your neighbor and say, God's thinking about you. Have you ever thought about that? God is thinking about you. So when the enemy says, listen, you, you're nobody, you're this, you're that. God, you're, you listen, God is not concerned about your life. You say, no, 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 no. The word says that he is thinking about me. I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace, not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Verse 12, then you will call upon me and go and pray to me and I will listen to you. Hallelujah. And you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all of your heart. Praise the Lord. I want you to go to Ecclesiastes chapter 2 verse 26. If you want to just look up at the screen, that'll be fine. And i uh, got one verse I want to read there, verse 26. Ecclesiastes 2 verse 26. For God gives wisdom and knowledge and joy to a man who is good in his sight. But to the sinner, he gives the work of gathering and collecting. That he may give it to him who is good before God. This also is vanity and grasping for the wind. Do you hear what the Lord is saying? God said, I have given the task to those who do not know me. To go out and gather resources. And there is a time in which I will transfer. Everybody shout transfer. I will transfer what the sinner has gathered up. And I will put it into the hands of the righteous. I wish I had somebody that came to believe the the word of the Lord this morning. Hallelujah. Glory. Now, for you, if you want to write down Proverbs 13, 22, read it later. Basically saying the same thing. Hallelujah. Matt, no, thank you, Holy Ghost. He said, read it. Slow me down, Holy Ghost. Slow me down. Gonna do it. Amen. Just needed somebody to say it. Amen. 1322, a good man leaves inheritance to his children's children, but the wealth of the sinner is stored up. <laughs> it is stored up for the righteous. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. I'm like, get you another bank account. Get you another bank account. Get you some more because there's a time and it's about that. It's happening as I speak right now. Y'all, I'm going to prove this in the word of God that God is saying, okay, I'm done. I'm taking from here and I'm putting in here because the harvest has to come in for the coming of the Lord is soon to happen. Let's go to the 68th Psalm, please. Psalm 68 today, and I'm going to read some verses from there. I'm going to skip around a little bit because it's, it's, a, it's a good bit to read, but I'm going 1 through 6 and then 11 through 14 after that. Listen to what the Bible said. Let God arise and let his enemies be scattered. 
Let those who hate him flee before him. As smoke is driven away, so drive them away. As wax melts before the fire, so let the wicked perish at the presence of God. But let the righteous be glad. Let them rejoice before God. Let them rejoice exceedingly. Sing to God. Sing praises to his name. Extol him who rides on the clouds by his name Yahweh and rejoice before him. A father to the fatherless, a defender of widows is God in his holy habitation. God sets the solidarity in families. He brings out those who are bound into prosperity for the rebellious dwell in a dry land. Hallelujah. 11 through 14. The Lord gave the word. Great was the company of those who proclaimed it. Kings of armies flee. They flee. And she who remains at home divides the spoil. My God, Lord, let that revelation come. Though you lie down among the sheepfolds, you will be like the wings of a dove covered with silver and her feathers with yellow gold when the almighty scatters kings in it it was white as snow in Zalmon one more thing let's go to 17 through 19 the chariots of God are 20,000 even thousands of thousands the Lord is among them as in Sinai in the holy place you have ascended on high you have led captivity captive you have received gifts of, uh, among men even from the rebellious Hallelujah, that the Lord God might dwell there. Blessed be the Lord who daily loads us. Who daily, God said, I ain't got to do it once a week. I'm not going to do it once a week. Daily, when you wake up, God said, I'll put a load on you. daily loads us with benefits the God of our salvation Selah can I read just about three more scriptures verse 33 to him who rides on the heaven of heavens which are old indeed he sends out his voice a mighty voice Ascribe strength to God, his excellence over Israel, and his strength is in the clouds. Oh God, you are more awesome than your holy places. The God of Israel is he who gives strength and power to his people. Blessed be God. Give him praise in this place. Blessed be God. Father, today, I'm so grateful for your word. Because regardless of how dark the world is, it is a lamp. It is a light. Hallelujah. Unto my path. And it is a lamp unto my feet. Today, I ask that as I preach this word, your spirit would move even greater than what we have sensed him move thus far. You know the need of every person in this house. Father, you know 
why we are here and the, and the will that you seek to accomplish in this place. We decree, we line up, we agree with heaven. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Father God, look upon my availability, please, and not my ability. And God, I pray, grant me with an apostolic anointing and a prophetic utterance. That as I preach your word, everything that is opposed to it will bow in the name of Jesus. Now I thank you for this and we decree it to be so in the name of Jesus. And before you're seated, I want you to give God about three seconds of some praise in this house right now. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord today. Um, I'm going to not, I don't plan on spending too much time in this introduction, but I have to spend a little bit of time here just to lay a foundation for what I'm going to preach and uh, in, in the word of God. So because the church has been through so much in the past year and a half, I want you to know that any time. The Bible says that before the Lord, it's in Amos, the book of Amos, before the Lord does something in the earth, he reveals it to his prophets. And, uh, and so you need to understand that God, uh, God is never reacting to Satan. He's always a million steps ahead of Satan. I want you to know before Satan can ever bring out anything, God already has the fix to it, the solution to it, and has already moved beyond it. The church has to get over believing and thinking that God is reacting to the enemy. Can I tell you, God has never reacted to the enemy. God has always been ahead of the enemy. Shout amen right there. So the church has been through so much in, in the past year and a half, two years. And, and sometimes, sometimes it can feel like that God has allowed the enemies of the church to come against it and that it's just our lot in life. It's just what we have to walk through. Uh, it's just what we're got to, we've got to go through, which is just const constantly being attacked or constantly always under the attack of the enemy. But the devil is a liar. I want to say it two more times because there's somebody that ain't got it yet. The devil is a The devil is a any time that, that God has allowed an enemy of his people to come against them, it was always, listen carefully, to show himself strong in their sight and to bring increase to his people. I'm going to let that sit for a minute because you've got to get out of the religious thinking that says that I'm always under the devil's thumb. How you doing, sis? Well, how you know? I'm just fighting this old dirty devil. And I'm just trying to make it. And I just a few more days and I'm gonna be with him. And I'm I'm just I'm just barely trying to make it. Can I tell you something? Somebody told me one day, they said, Well, all I can expect in life is to make it. I said, That's a sad life. I said, Let me tell you something. I was making it when I didn't have Jesus. 
But when I got born again, I realized that I was the head and not the tail, above only and not beneath, and that everything that I would put my hands to would prosper. I realized right then that God had a plan for me, and that his plan was one that was not on the way down, and it was not backing up. But I hear the Lord saying, come up here, and I will bless you. I will bless your family. If you search the scriptures, which I hope you do, you will find that any time the people of God would stand, everybody shout stand. Anytime they would stand in faith and trust in the Lord, their enemies would always be put to shame. Count them up. If they would stand and trust in the Lord, their enemies would be put to shame, regardless of how large the army was, regardless of how strong they were. Uh, regardless of how advanced they were, regardless of what weapons they had, regardless of what political party they were a part of, if the people of God would stand, they would be put to shame. Hallelujah. Listen, they, many times they would form themselves in battle array, but they would not prosper because the Bible says that though the enemy forms himself, no weapon formed against us shall what? Prosper. Hallelujah. He says he can get it. He can, the enemy can get himself all together. He can make any weapon he wants to make. He can buy whatever he wants to buy. But it will not prosper against my people. Hallelujah. Listen. They would send. Many times the enemy would send all types of threats. Shut your church down or. Do this or be this or. And I would just, listen, you've got to understand it ain't nothing but threats. Because the spirit of Jezebel seeks to intimidate, dominate, and manipulate. But if you ain't intimidated by her, you will not be dominated by her and you will not be manipulated by her. I feel 60 seconds of hopping off for a minute. It's time that the church kicked Jezebel out of their lives. It's time, now where am I at right now? It's time for the church of America. You pastors, you preachers, kick Jezebel out of your church and say, I would rather serve the Lord in the day and in the land of the living than bow to Jezebel in a time of need. Hey, I would rather hear the report of the Lord than hear the report of hell. Glory. Hallelujah. This past week as I was meditating on this word and seeking the Lord, I felt him speak this to my spirit. He said, son, anytime, everybody shout anytime, I allow an enemy to come against my people. I have three things in mind. He said, one is to know where their hearts are. Do you know God tests the hearts of people? Had a man say, no, God don't test, God don't test hearts. I said, you're not reading your Bible. He said, I want to test the hearts of my people because as my uncle said one time, a man can make his mouth say anything. But God said, I want to know where your heart is. And sometimes the only way to test the heart is to put you in the middle of a rock in a hard place. He said, I, in this past two years, there were people that found themselves 
in the middle of a rock and a hard place. He said some went to the government. Some went to their family. Some retreated to their homes. He said, but there is an army raising up right here, right now. He said that I, he said they are raising up in the power of my spirit. That say, bless God, come whatever. Heat it up seven times more. Put another line in the den. But I still will not bow to your agenda. He said, what was happening in this time, son, is I was testing the hearts of people. Hallelujah. He said, the second thing that happens during a time like this. He said, I want to show myself strong. The Bible says the eyes of the Lord, they're running to and fro. That means they'll, they'll be in Floville one moment. <laughs> Down in Tampa, Florida, the next moment. Up there in New York, the next moment. All the way out in California, the next moment. He said, all I'm looking for is somebody say, here I am, God. No, I said, say, here I am, God. I'm just looking for somebody. I ain't asking you, do you have it all together? I'm not asking you, are you perfect? I don't even want to know your resume. I just need to know, can I show myself strong in and through your life? See, that's all I'm looking for. That's all I'm looking for. Just to show myself strong. Hallelujah. He said, but the third thing, everybody shout three. three. The third thing, he said, anytime I've allowed an enemy to come against my people, if they stood strong in faith, the third thing I do in a time like this is I always take the wealth. Now, I'm going to back it up by scripture here in a minute if you're struggling. I always take the wealth of their enemies. And I give it to the ones who please me. Can I tell you something? If you've been in a time where you felt like there was enemies coming from everywhere. David said we was in a fight and the battle was on this side and the battle was on that side too. If you felt like there was times this past year, this past two years where enemies were everywhere and you were wondering, God, why won't you stop them? God said, you don't understand. They're bringing your wealth to you. <laughs> they're bringing you, they're bringing the resources to you. I'm not going to let them prosper against you. I'm going to stop it right here. I'm going to give you the victory because you stood when nobody else would. And I'm going to take what they brought and put it into your camp. Somebody say, back it up with, with scripture preacher. Amen. I will in a minute. Over the past two years, there has been, I felt like the Lord said this, there's been an attack on my church. During this time, many have given up on the church and feel that it is not important anymore. Matter of fact, this godless, this, this godless government tried to say it was not essential. Can I tell you something? If the church was not essential, this nation wouldn't even exist anymore. The church is not only essential, the church is imperative because it's the only thing back in the powers of hell. Devil is a liar. I said, they don't, uh, they are foolish to speak such a thing. 
During this time, many have given up on the church. He said, many have given up on me and have put their trust in other things and organizations. He said, some have accepted defeat and refused to even stand anymore. But for two years, I have watched to see who would stand. I love how the Apostle Paul said, he said, when I've done all else to stand, he said, I'm going to stand there for because I know, as Job said, my Redeemer liveth and I know that my time is coming soon. It ain't always going to be like this. He said, I have watched to see who would stand in my dimensional glory. Who would refuse to bow and conform to this world and its ways? I have watched to see who would put their faith in me. Now I am ready. Somebody shout, the Lord is ready. I said, shout it. The Lord is ready. He said, I am ready to reward. Do you know you serve a rewarding God? Do you know that you serve a rewarding God? What about over here? Do you know you serve a rewarding God? He said, I am the Lord and I reward those who will not back down. I reward those who stand in faith. I am a rewarder to those who diligently seek me. I am ready to show myself strong and mighty in the earth. Hallelujah. That's why we're putting up a tent. And we're on October the 3rd, we're going back under that thing again. And we're going to watch and see the glory of God pour out. Can I tell you something? You may be used to churches backing up. You may be in a, been a part of a church that didn't ever want to do nothing. I don't know. I'm, that's not none of my business. I'm not even trying to cast stones at them. That's between them and God. But can I tell you, I read a Bible that says as long as we're down here on this earth, we have the power and the anointing of the Holy Ghost. It is the power to tread upon lions and cobras. It is the power to cast out devils. It is the power to preach the gospel. Jesus comes back. So we're not backing down. We're not laying down. But we're getting up and saying, Lord, call us a little higher. Here we come, God. That's why we're doing what we're doing. Hallelujah. It's not, I feel the Holy Ghost now. It's not time for us to back up, lay down, or sit down. This is our finest hour. I need somebody to shout that on the count of three. One, two, three. This is our finest hour. If the apostle Peter could trade with you, he would have done it in a moment. If Elijah could have traded with you, he would have done it in a moment. If Abraham could have traded with you, he would have done it in a moment. But he could not. You have been chosen for such a time as this. And it's time that you rise up in the power of the Holy Ghost. He says, I'm ready to reward you. The Bible says, can I give you a little scripture? I feel like for the first, for now, that there's some weights falling off of people. I feel like blinders are coming off now. You've done got so much word already that is breaking blindfolds off of people. The Bible says that all things, all things work to the good of those who love God. And are called according to his purposes. The, the Bible says that what the enemy means for evil. 
God can turn it around for our good. The Bible says that even though you might not be able to see them, there are more with us than there are with them. Hallelujah. Church, it's time that you pick your head up and you get ready because he's about to avenge his people and take the wealth of the wicked and transfer it into the hands of the Well, you're just trying to preach people happy. Well, you want me to preach you sad? There is an alternative, but I refuse to do it. I feel like I've heard from the Lord on this. I, and you don't have to. You can say, I don't want the wealth of the wicked. Well, when they transfer it to you, I'll give you my account number. Hallelujah. Now, I'm going to change it after you transfer it. Glory be to God. So you can't put your hands back in. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Well, preacher, you're just trying to do this and that. Let me tell you something. You don't have to believe it. Matter of fact, if you don't, you won't receive from this word anyway because you've got to grab it by faith. This is a faith word today. That's the reason I told you, you don't want to leave early. There is not a piece of chicken that's going to help you better than what you're about to receive out of here. Hallelujah. You will get something today to go home to and write on your refrigerator. The wealth of the wicked is stored up for the righteous and the wealth transfer is on my way. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. This is what's happening right now. Well, preacher, you said you was going to back it up with scripture. Thank you. If you if, matter of fact, I'm going to give you some reading homework. You can go to Exodus chapter 12. And uh, put up 33 through 36. But listen to what the Bible says. And you read Exodus 12 today. I don't have time to read it all. But pretty much the Egyptians had the people in slavery for over 400 years. And finally they're letting go. Because God, the God of wonders. Everybody shout wonders. The God of wonders has brought such plagues on them. That they don't want the people around there anymore. Hallelujah. They said, get you, get your children, get your livestock, and get everything and leave out of here. They said, we'll go, but we ain't going without the wealth. The Bible says that God gave the children of, children of Israel such favor. They, they went to the Egyptians, the people that held them in chains. The people that turned around and beat them. The people that killed them. The people that thought they were the dirt of the earth. The people that thought they were animals. The people that didn't care about them. Now all of a sudden God brought such a grace on their life that they knocked on the door and they said, you know, we're about to leave. But before we go, I want all your money, all your gold, all your food, and all your clothing. And the people said, okay. Well, I don't believe it. It's because you ain't reading your Bible. The Bible says that they left. They plundered. Come on, somebody. They plundered the Egyptians before they left out of there. Hallelujah. What was going on? Can I tell you the God of wonders? Everybody shout wonders. The God of wonders had brought such a hand on them that they had to let them go. The difference, everybody shout difference. 
the difference that, that was made between the Egyptians and the children of Israel. There was only one difference at that time. It was called the blood. And God said, when I see the blood, I'll cross over. He said, there's a distinction made between the Egyptians and the people of Israel. And it was the blood. What brought the wealth transfer? It was the blood. What brought the freedom? It was the blood. Hallelujah. What brought them and what caused them to be delivered? It was the blood. Can I tell you in 2021, what's going to transfer the wealth? said the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. And these people had what does not belong to you. And when they put the blood on the doorpost, they had to take what was the Lord's and put it into the hands of the Israelites. Can I tell you that's what's happening in these last days right now. That's what's going on right now. Somebody shout transfer. transfer. <laughs> now, if you don't have the blood applied to your life, you're in trouble. And I said that for the fear of God to hit you right between your eyes. You're in trouble. Brother Trey, I would never want to live in a time, anytime, but especially not right now. Without the blood on my life. Hallelujah. The blood brought the transfer. Here's your second example. Number two. When we, in, in 2 Kings chapter 6 and chapter 7. Read it later. Syria is coming against Samaria. They have besieged Samaria. They have it, they listen, they have done so much and besieged it for so long that the Bible says that the people didn't have nothing to eat. Now, some of you think you don't have nothing to eat if there ain't a frozen pizza in the freezer. Some of you think that you don't have nothing to eat if there ain't a bag of chips in the drawer. But can I tell you, they had come under such famine that a woman came to the king and said, oh king, I need you to judge a matter. He said, what is it? She said, we're so hungry that me and this woman made an agreement. And we made an agreement that on this day we were gonna boil my kid and eat him. And then when on the next day we were gonna do the same with hers, but once we ate mine, I, she went and hid hers. The Bible says that the king rent his clothes, said, my God, enough is enough. I cannot continue like this anymore. And so the king got mad at the man of God. He said, surely what's happening now is from the Lord. He said, go down there and tell the man of God I'm going to have his head before nightfall. 
So the servant goes down to give a word to the man of God, not realizing that the man of God was going to give a word to the servant. See, what happened over the past two years is people were blaming the church for everything that's happening. Ah, you can go anywhere, you can do anything, but don't go to the church. There's something wrong with the church. But what they don't know is the church has a word to heal the nation right now. The church has a word to heal the earth right now. It is a prophetic word that says by this time tomorrow, the Lord is going to avenge his people. That man walked in. That man walked in and looked at Elisha. Said, the king wants your head. Said, you don't even know what you're talking about. Tell him. Tell him what I'm about to say. By this time tomorrow. Now, this might not be for everybody. But for somebody that has been saying, God, you've got to show up fast. By this time tomorrow. In the market of Samaria, six quarts of choice flour will cost only a piece of silver. Twelve quarts of barley grain will only be a piece of silver. The officer asking the king said to the man of God, that couldn't happen even if the Lord opened the windows of heaven. He said, you ain't going to get to receive it. Just wanna, I, I just want to say something to the church of America right now. When the prophetic word comes out, you better grab it and believe it because I don't want to be on the side of the officer. I want to be on the side of Elisha that says there's a 24 hour miracle about to happen in my life. He said, you're going to get to see it, but you won't get to eat of it because you would not believe the word of the Lord. The Bible says that God calls the enemies to hear the sound. Somebody shout sound. To hear the sound of chariots and the noise of a great army. For some time I thought, I thought God caused them to hear an imaginary noise. But then the Lord revealed to me later on, it wasn't an imaginary noise, son. They heard the armies of heaven. They heard the chariots of fire. They heard the horses of heaven coming their way. And they said, we got to get out of here. They left everything. Somebody shout everything. God sent a wealth transfer to the people of Samaria. Listen, in less than 24 hours, People went from eating their kids to having more than enough. Tell me, is there anything too hard for the Lord our God? Tell me, is there anything that he cannot do? Is there anything that he cannot handle? I don't know what you're in right now, and you may need a 24-hour miracle, but if I was in your seat, I would say, You did it for Samaria. 
Y'all sit down for a minute. Hallelujah. See, God brought the wealth transfer from the Egyptians to the Israelites by his wonders. He brought the wealth transfer from the Syrians to Samaria by his word. Can I tell you, for everybody that thinks God ain't speaking anymore. For all the people that think that God doesn't have anything to say anymore. God still has a word. It's not, I'm not talking about just the Bible word. I'm talking about he's still speaking his word right now. Glory be to God. That's why it is so important that you keep yourself. Push your neighbor and say, wake up, he's talking to you. That you keep yourself in a Holy Ghost filled church. In a church that knows how to pray. In a church that knows how to get a word from God. In a church that is not trying to punch a religious ticket in 48 and a half minutes. But said we're going to be here until we get a word from heaven. Because right now, a word from heaven should feast the enemy. Right now, a word from heaven will cause COVID to go away. Right now, a word from heaven will release a transfer in your Well, let me meddle a little bit. Since it's grandparents' day. Hallelujah. Well, I'm going to go to that church. Because they said they'll give me a title. I'm going to go to that church. Because they'll put me on the team. I'm going to go to that church. Because they'll let me preach and teach Bible study. I'm going to go to that church. Because the pastor will go out to eat with me. I'm going to go to that church. Because there's a hot little sexy thing over there. But can I tell you right now, if you keep on following the wrong thing, you're going to end up at the wrong place. But if you stay on the path of the Lord, he says the path of righteousness is straight before those who love him. You better keep yourself in a Holy Ghost power-filled church. The Bible says, everybody shout, the Bible says. In 2 Chronicles 20, he says, believe on the Lord and you shall be established. Believe his prophets and you shall prosper. If you quit doubting what God is saying, you'll, be, you'll find yourself walking in the land of the living and walking in the land of the plenty. God said, believe and you shall prosper. Hallelujah. Can I preach a little longer? Number three, Jehoshaphat and the children of Israel. This is another example. Everybody shout wealth transfer. Now the Bible says that out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, let a thing be established. I'm going to give you four and could give you more. Second Chronicles chapter 20, the Bible says there are two different nations and and those two different nations have several different armies coming against the people of Judah. King Jehoshaphat goes to the house of the Lord. That's another reason why you want to stay in the house of the Lord. Yeah, yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He goes to the house of the Lord and cries out to God. 
And the Bible says he calls for a time of fasting. He said, don't let nobody eat anything. Don't even let the animals eat. Can't you imagine that old dog saying, out well, what's your problem today? The cat's meowing and the dogs are barking. He says, don't let anybody eat anything. We're not feeding the children. We're not even feeding the babies. We got to fast and hear from the Lord. Because if God doesn't come through, we all out of here. We all are doomed. We don't have any plan B. We don't have a second option. Them people coming against us is like all of Georgia coming against Jackson. There is no help except from the Lord. He says he begins to fast and cry out to God. And the Bible says the spirit of the Lord came upon one of the Levites. And he said, you children of Israel, I got a word for you. He said, don't you worry about a thing. Because this battle is not yours. It is the Lord's. He said, so don't show up out there with your spears and your shields. He said, get some people with a tambourine in their hand. And get some people with some instruments in their hand. And send the praisers first. And as the praise goes up, my power's about to go down. And the enemy you see today, you will not see tomorrow. I'm about to fight you. Oh, I feel that right now. That is a word for the church. So the people of Judah, they began to go out singing, the Lord is good and his mercy endureth forever. Hallelujah. The Lord is good and his mercy endureth forever. The Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. Your Bible and my Bible says that God set an ambush they didn't even know what was coming, Brother Phil. They were all ready to take them out. And God set an ambush. And they turned on each other. If this ain't biblical, I don't know what is. They turned on each other and started taking each other out. Can I tell you what's about to happen in the fall of this year? The enemies of the church are going to turn against each other. see it happening a proud egotistical governor stood up in New York last year he said shut your church down or I'll shut it down for you you were good until you said that and now not only is he not the governor he's living in his sister's house because Kumo you don't have the power to shut the 
politicians can do, whether they're Democrat or Republican, is just don't touch the church. Leave the church alone. Let the church do what they do. Because when you put your hands over here, you're not fighting against man. You're not fighting against an organization. You're fighting against Almighty Yahweh. And let God arise and let his enemies be scattered. Leave the church alone. Let us do what we do. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. So God brought a, I'm just about done, stay with me. God brought a wealth transfer by his wonders. God brought a wealth transfer by his word. But in this case, he brought a wealth transfer by the worship. That's why you can't let anybody steal or take your worship. That's why around here, I done heard, listen, some folks say, if somebody tells me to stand up and worship one more time, I'm leaving. Well, kick rocks. Hallelujah. All we're trying to do is get you in a place where God will show up. Because when your worship goes up, God will show up in your life. God will fight for you. We're not telling you to stand up and worship because we want it. You can't let poverty steal your worship. You can't let religious people steal your worship. You gotta give it to God. Lift your hands and worship Him for 15 seconds all over this place. Come on, lift your hands and worship Him. Give Him a worship. Say, Lord, I know you're fighting for me. Antoine, I done been in times of my, can I, I feel like preaching now. I done been in times in my life. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know who to go to. I didn't know what to say. Matter of fact, I, I, I was so, I was so broken. I couldn't say nothing to nobody. Have you ever been in a moment where things were so difficult? Things seemed so dark, you just couldn't get the words out of your mouth. And I found myself at an altar saying, God, I don't know what to do. But in this place, I'm going to worship you no matter what. And I found out that my God, a consuming fire, he came and fought for me. And I didn't even know how I was going to get the victory. But I came walking out. And I got a V on my chest. Not because of what I did, but because of what he did. I was the victor because I worshiped him in my midst. In the midst of my 
And when the enemies of the church get done taking each other out, just like he did with the Samaritans, he may use a leper. I don't know who he's going to use. But when they showed up, listen, when the, when the Jehoshaphat and them showed up, they showed up to the field of battle. The, the Bible says there were dead bodies all over the ground. And there was so much spoil that it took them three days to gather it up. I'm on decree over this house. A three-day gathering. A three-day gathering of spoil. The enemy might have come in. But like a flood, the spirit is lifting the standard against him now. Because there is a word from heaven. And it's coming to the people of God. seconds right now. Get ready. You better put a praise on that word right there. A three-day gathering of the spoil. Come on, get back. Take back what the enemy stole from you. Take back what he thought was here. Somebody shout one more transfer. You probably want to keep standing for it. The, let me tell you something. God looked through the eons of time. And Adam and Eve had, listen, they had abandoned the wealth, the authority on the earth. And God said, don't worry about it. There is a transfer coming one day. And I'm going to send my son. He's going to be born of a virgin. And they're going to call him Emmanuel. was born they said kill all the babies isn't that what they're doing right now but can I tell you you can't kill what God has already blessed and they said kill all the babies then the enemy thought he had him in the wilderness he said I'm gonna get him to sin Jesus said it is written man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God said you got me on that one but I'm coming back so he moved upon the religious leaders he told the religious leaders tell them shut their church down tell them quit preaching this gospel tell them they can't preach to nobody but 15 people I got a word from the Lord the word of the Lord said don't 
transfer. Somebody shout transfer. The transfer came to the body of Christ. And Jesus said, all authority. Satan didn't mind the money leaving. Satan didn't mind the gold leaving. Satan didn't mind property leaving. But when he said all authority has been given unto me, 
in heaven and on earth. Go ye therefore and preach this gospel to all nations. And he said, here is your transfer. You can lay your hands on the sick and they shall recover. You can cast out devils and you can speak with new tongues. And whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in the heavens. He said, here is your wealth. Transferring to the people of God. It's been transferred. And let me tell you, for those of you that have faith to believe, the end of this year, towards the end of this year, you're going to see crazy transfers of wealth. Crazy. You want You will not even be able to explain it. You will not even be able to explain it. Because of what the Lord is doing. He ain't never let an enemy show up to win. Give him praise in this house. Come on, shout with your clap and give him praise in this house. That's why you got to stand in this dimensional glory. And do not be led. I love the interpretation this morning. Did not know what I was, he did not know what I was preaching, but he said, do not go to the left or to the right. And the Lord was confirming something in this house. Stand. And I will show up for you. Hallelujah. That transfer is coming and is happening even now. Well, Pastor, I, I listened to so and so and they told me to go build a bomb bunker and don't do nothing. Don't listen to them no more. Studying that junk. God didn't tell me to bring a build a bomb bucket and go high. God told me get out in the streets and proclaim this gospel until Jesus comes back. Build no bomb bunker. You done lost your mind. We here for this gospel to go throughout the ends of the earth and then the end shall come says the spirit of the Lord. This wealth transferred is happening. It is for the gospel to go to the ends of this earth. We pray you were blessed by today's message. For more content and to get to know us better, download our app at AbundantLifeChurch.com.